it, okay, we say there's no money. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But then come out of the equation of having to talk to them for our needs. You know, me, when I when I want to talk politics, when I want to sit down and talk money, I want to talk money. I, I want to talk mm-hmm. bank talk. When I want to talk about education, I want to talk education. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a brother like me, I'm, I'm brother, once they taught me how to read in school, they was in trouble. I'm self-educated. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't go to college. But mm-hmm. I want the knowledge of knowing what I need to succeed. Like, what does it take to spark that in our people and in our young people? Hello, Coastal Georgia. I'm Dr. Michelle Monroe, and I'm running for Congress. Are you ready for change? I know I am. Buddy Carter doesn't believe that Georgians' fair access to medical treatment is his issue. Well, I accept it as mine. Let's work together to make critical changes to the policies that impact you with so much economic turmoil, inflation, and high gas prices. You deserve to know that your congressperson is working for you. I'm Dr. Michelle Monroe, and I approve this message. I'm Just a Little Toxic Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Callie Cole, and we're back. Make sure uh, you guys go to uh, lesswinnowtoday at gmail.com uh, so you can support and be a part. Uh, once again, that's lesswinnowtoday uh, at gmail.com. Uh, right now, my guest, I have Lester Jackson, who's running for labor commissioner. How you doing? Pretty good, my brother. Callie, it's, it's an honor to be no, on your program. No, man. it's an honor. Hold on. He already, he already, see, he butted me up. He already got me, see? He hooked me up before he got here. This, this is a senator. Medallion? This is this is Senate, a Senate medallion. Senate medallion. Of leadership. Got, right. Now, now I feel real special right here. You good, my brother. <laughs> you good. So, uh, labor commissioner. Now, a lot of people don't know exactly what the labor commissioner mm-hmm. does. Uh, what would you be doing if you uh, took up that office? Well, the first thing, uh, the labor commissioner office is responsible for implementing uh, labor insurances. Okay. Like you know, when when you're laid off or you get fired, right. you go to the labor office and you get your benefits. Mm-hmm. That's the primary responsibility, but it goes even further. It also implements uh, research, uh, it, it implements research, talk about where we are, uh, if it, uh, the Labor Department predicts where we are with, with hiring jobs, what kind of jobs we're going to need five years from now, ten years from now, and it states, and, and it also impl- implements the state uh, labor regulations for all our state. So it's, it's a, it's a, the Labor Department is very important to Georgia, and in fact, I think the second most powerful position for the state of Georgia. Well, you know, what, we want to know what's the reason that you're running, and what are some of the issues that you want to take on? Because it sounds like you already know what you want to do for the community. Well, well, well I'm going to tell you, for the, for the past 16 years, the state of Georgia has been doing things to Georgians instead of for, for Georgians. Um, look at accessibility. The labor office has not been accessible for the people of Georgia for the past three years, right. especially during this COVID uh, pandemic. The labor office has been closed. Right. In the time when people need their benefits the most, you go to the labor office and the doors has been locked. You call them on the phone and you get an answer machine. We need to change all that. The labor department needs to be accessible for all Georgians. Mm-hmm. Second, we need a labor department that is about job opportunities. Right. N- not for just a few Georgians, but for all Georgians. The Labor Department needs to be about the business of providing employment for Georgians, not just minimum wage jobs, but jobs that pay a livable wage. And, and when we go about uh, promoting industry to come to Georgia, first on the plate should be, are you allowing livable wages when you come into Georgia, right. or are you going to give minimum wages? Mm. So the Labor Commissioner must, make the, must have that conversation before we start giving them tax breaks and all the other stuff that, right. the, that, that, that government gives right, businesses right, right. To, to, to come to Georgia. Also, the Labor Department needs to be about promoting entrepreneurships. 
we know that 80% of the jobs in Georgia are small business. Right, right. And we need to help people create, you know, you know, become, start their own business, create jobs, because a lot of people want to work for themselves. Right, right. And the Labor Department needs to be about the business of helping people fill out, not only fill out applications, but how to apply for grants or and how to start their business. When I'm Labor Commissioner, I want to commit $6 million for entrepreneurs, or people who want to start their, their business. We, the way to put people back to work is, is, you know, is to make sure people get their hustle on. Right, if right, you right. got a hustle, I want to help you get get there. That's what Be I'm talking. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking well, about. Listen, but because when you get your hustle working, right. you start paying taxes. That's true. I that's would true. rather I would rather have you be a taxpayer than me giving you unemployment benefits. So you apply for, for a grant for twenty thousand mm -hmm. dollars, and you start your lawn business. You become a taxpaying citizen and start benefiting Georgia. So 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 we need to be accessibility, job opportunities. But last but not least, we need to have quick benefits claims. When people respond, we need a labor department that's going to be, be res responding to people because people need their benefits right away. You don't have to wait. You don't need to wait two years to get your benefits when you got to when you got to put food on the table, when, when you got to pay a car note, when you got to pay a, a, a mortgage. You don't need to be waiting on the labor department to answer your claim. Right. So accessibility, job opportunities, and, and quick claims response. That's my platform, man, to make it work. Man, you're talking about wages. You're talking about helping out small businesses. You you talking that, that that's that good talk right there. Where where uh what what qualifies you and what's your background in the political scene uh, that basically lets you know you, you you're the man for the job. Well well first of all I'm gonna tell you that uh, I've been in politics over 20 years. Right. I've been the chairman of the Georgia Legislative Black Caucus, which is the largest black caucus in these United States. Right. I've been uh I've been a, I was appointed by President Barack Obama as a uh, DNC member to the Democratic National Committee. I've been treasurer of the Democratic Party uh, for a, a number of years. I'm chairman of Urban Affairs currently in the State Senate, and, and I'm vice chair of our Democratic Senate Caucus. So, so I have the experience, I have the background, but more importantly, this is a season for proven leadership. Wow. This is a season for proven leadership. So, so uh, what you get with me is not only more experience, but more leadership than anybody else in this race combined. And I'm the, I'm the guy to make it happen. I like that. Proven leadership. How right. can the people get a hold of you? Well, you can get a hold of me by uh, going to my website, Lester Jackson. Um, Lester Jackson, I'm sorry, LesterForGeorgia.com. LesterForGeorgia.com. Georgia's best pass forward. We're going to make it happen. Hey, hey we <laughs> support you over here. Uh, make sure you guys think Lester Jackson, May 24th. Let them know one more time. Give them that website one more time. LesterforGeorgia.com. Let's make it happen. And that's what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. I'm just a little toxic podcast. Uh, that was my guest, uh, Lester Jackson, who's running for labor commissioner. Remember that. And we got more coming up with your meet and greet with the candidate. Are you ready to enhance the best in you? Then Sculptures Body Spa at 885 Highway 138 West in Stockbridge, Georgia can help you achieve just that. With over 35 years combined medical experience, we hope to be someone you can trust while you make important decisions about improving your health while enhancing your appearance. Our goal is to help you be the best you inside and out. It's our desire to help you reach your health goals by addressing your problem areas and creating a personal 
treatment plan with realistic goals for optimal results. You will enjoy your body sculpting treatments and spa therapies in a private and cozy atmosphere. Expect a peaceful, calming, and comfortable environment for your session while light, relaxing music being played. Our greatest reward is establishing close relationships with our clients and hearing news of the compliments they receive on their natural and refreshed appearance. For more information, call Sculptures Body Spa at 470-377-2552 or visit our website, SculpturesBodySpa.com. Hey man, we out here for Bruce for Senate. You know he's going to win. Make sure y'all get out to the polls early, Bowen. He did so much for Henry County, going to do it for the whole state. Let's go. The big picture, baby. Bruce B. Holmes. Mr. 10, Senate seat. Let's get him in office. Good guy. He's gonna make a difference. We out here winning weekend just before early voting, trying to motivate people to vote. It is your voice. We gotta get out there. As you guys know, we're fighting for health care for all. We're fighting to fully fund education. We're fighting for you. We're fighting for infrastructure dollars. Where are the investments on the south side? We're fighting for that today. We're demanding investment for the south side along I-20, I-75 South, our state routes, our bridges, broadband. Invest in the South Metro. Commissioner Bruce Hall checking out. Soon to be your next state senator, district number 10. I'm just a little toxic podcast. We're back. I'm your host, uh, Callie Cole. And make sure you guys hit uh, Let's Win Now Today at gmail.com. Once again, hit Let's Win Now uh, Today at gmail.com. Uh, special guest right now, Melinda Hodge, who's running for Chatham County's uh, Democratic Board of Elections. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, you know, I... I I, I've been enjoying talking to all the candidates, and everybody has their why, what they're doing, yeah. what you know. So I want to know what what's making you want to be a part of the political arena. Well, this is my community. I was born and reared here in Savannah. Um, I've established some really strong working relationships, professional, personal, and otherwise. I've raised my family here, and so what happens in this community directly impacts me and my friendship family circle. Um, working in the political arena, affecting policy here in this area, it means everything to me. All right, now, uh, I know you're running for a Board of Elections in Chatham County. Uh, election talk, you know, in Georgia, it's, I guess for like the last six years, it just, it's really been crazy. Yeah. Uh, what, what would be your role as a member of the Board of Elections? The Board of Elections oversees the elections process. Everything that um, a voter experiences from how their ballot looks, um, the process that they experience in going in to vote their ballot, um, everything that's available to them as far as the opportunity to vote. Mm -hmm. So it's our job to make sure the voting process is accessible to each and every member of Chatham County. Anybody who wants to vote, we have to make it possible for them to vote. Well, we know what's uh, at stake, you know, going into this election, uh, even going into the future. Yeah. Uh, what's so important about the Board of Elections and having good people on our Board of Elections? It's critical because the Board of Elections really is the foundation for every other office that's held within the political arena. 
um, how that process plays out affects who we elect, how we elect them, and it, it's a process that has to have integrity. Um, it's critical. Critical. It's right, crucial. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, all this drama going on and, yeah. uh, <laughs> involved in elections yeah. and just the state of Georgia right mm -hmm. now. Uh, what has you running for re-election? I'm running for re-election because we have unfinished business. Um, we were scrutinized for some of our processes, mm -hmm. um, but the processes were accurate. We did the job that we were supposed to do. Um, there are people who disagree with the outcomes, and so they want to question the process. The process holds up. Um, it's an audible process. All eyes were on Georgia um, on a global scale. We became the decision maker. Um, people need to understand that their vote counts. Um, that's something that I heard early on in my tenure on the board. I've served now for about eight years. And I can remember people saying, well, my vote doesn't count. But we've recently seen with local elections where a winner was separated from a loser by 14 votes. We've seen on a national scale where a president was chosen uh, only a few votes separated our winning president from our lo losing president. So your vote counts, and we want people to be able to vote their voice. Whether they vote for me or not, mm -hmm. I want them to vote. Wow, so just that, that's it's kind of funny because like you're running mm -hmm. to be a, a, a help to the process that's of the right. election. So it, it, you, you understand the fight a little bit from the, from the uh, voter side and from the candidate that's, side. And that's the value of it. I know what it's like to want it, want to get it right, and and whenever we have candidates who don't like the outcome, who question the process, I can say to them, I can't let you down. I let myself down if I let you down. This process has integrity, and I'm not saying mistakes aren't made. We make mistakes all the time, but we catch them, we correct them, we have a process to correct them, and there are checks and balances. So it's a, it's a process that holds up. It has integrity. You said uh, this process has integrity. Mm -hmm. We need integrity back in voting. Yeah. We need integrity back in our election. It's crucial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are going so left. Yeah. Um, but for the people of Chatham, uh, what makes you the candidate to support? I'm the ace. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm accessible. I'm collaborative. Mm -hmm. I'm experienced. Mm -hmm. um, people who need to reach me can reach me via email, telephone calls. I get them all the time. Whether we're in election season or out of election season, I can work with my colleagues. It doesn't matter if they're Republican. It doesn't matter if they're Democrat. We can work together to come up with policy and to make sure that every voter in Chatham County gets the opportunity to vote. I've done this. I mean, I've, I've had experience, not just in years, but it's not name recognition for me, it's service recognition. I've worked in my community. I've done what it takes to serve in the position that I serve in. And I've noticed some people in the political arena like the glamorous parts of it, the um, attention part of it, there can be a lot of ego involved. But it's a lot of work. And, and I've done the work. We recently had to lobby against some legislation that directly impacts the elections process. And that's, it's a really brutal, very intimidating process. Um, and you take time out of your, you know, because we have real jobs. We have other jobs where we earn our income. I, I don't know if people realize what, yeah. what we get, but it's not, you know, it's not anything that. So we have jobs and commitments, but we take the time to put the work in for what we do. I've done that. And so I've enjoyed the work, the service to my community through this position. Um, and I just, I look forward to continuing to serve. 
Uh, you said something very important that I think voters should think about. You talked about the accessibility mm -hmm. of people being able to contact you, yeah. email you, call you, because a lot of times, you know, you don't hear from politicians after election time. So that, that's, that's one of the things that voters complain about. But the accessibility you're talking about, that's what we need. How can people get in touch with you from the Lodge? You can call, people have my literal, actual mobile phone that I carry. I've had people say, is this your number that you answer? It's my phone number. It's 912-507-2757. People call it all the time, at all hours. I won't name any names, but we have, <laughs> we have public officials who have questions. They have, right, you right. know, they want to know what's going right. on with the races and, and they'll text, they'll call. And I take the call. I, anyone will tell you. If you call me, I'm going to either respond immediately or later when I can, you know, but I'm responsive. This is just a regular person, like regular question. Does it feel weird being on the Board of Elections and running, and running in an actual election? Is that a... It does feel weird. There are rules to engagement when you are on the ballot. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, any I've, I've been able to communicate with our director through email because we manage the operations of the Board of Elections office. So we can communicate through email. I can't go to the actual office right now because I am on the ballot and we're located within a vote, a, a early voting location right, right, because right. voting has started. People can vote now. Right. So I can't be there in the office because my presence is campaigning. Right, right. So if I want to speak with the director face to face, we'll meet off site, something like that. But it's interesting. It's it's um, being on the ballot while you're trying to do the work. It's a little more complicated. You got to finesse, but it's worth it. I mean, because again, going back to having this experience, I can speak to a voter's pain when they're like, what are the numbers doing? Where are we? What's happening? And, and I have a level of compassion because I know what it's like. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. Melinda Hodge uh, running for Chatham County Democratic Board of Elections. Uh, let the people know uh, one more time how they can get a hold of you. You can get a hold of me at 912-507-2757. I also have a website. It's savsquare.com. So you can check it out, look at my background information and things like that. Hey, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I love this. This is cool. No, nah, you, hey, you made it in the past. Oh, yeah, wow. Thank good. you. Hey, definitely. <laughs> I'm Just a Little Toxic Podcast. We got more coming up. Al Yee's Hot Sauce is the spirit of Savannah in a bottle. Its origins start in the Savannah seafood staple, David's Crab House. Its sweet and spicy flavor has a divine taste that doesn't overpower your food, it complements it. Al Yee's Hot Sauce is proud of the community support that has pushed this local gym to the national stage. Al Yee's black and purple label represents the people and the financial support of the community. If you're looking for mouth order and flavor, reach for Al Yee's Hot Sauce. Visit online at alyeeshotsauce.com and follow on social media at Al Yee Hot Sauce. Al Yee's Hot Sauce. Al Yee for all ye. Al Yee for all ye. Are you tired of using over-the-counter products that contain chemicals and byproducts? It's time to make a positive decision that'll change your life. It's time to start saying no to those products and make your skin pop. Now introducing Oh My Shea Body Butter that will magically melt into your skin on contact and will leave you feeling renewed and in balance. Changes in the seasonal weather and life stressors will bring about dryness and chafing in the skin, feet, hands, and hair especially. 
own My Shea products will moisturize, condition, hydrate, and invoke calm energies within to help combat each daily mission you face. Own My Shea contains organic ingredients such as raw shea butter, coconut oil, mustard seed oil, castor oil, cocoa butter, jojoba, and vitamin E oils to thoroughly hydrate and nourish your skin. Log on to ownmyshea.com to find out more. Start looking good and feeling great with Own My Shea. I'm Just a Little Toxic Podcast. I'm your host, Callie Cole, and uh, I'm at the meet and greet candidates forum uh, that we're having today. Extremely excited because I have Trish Brown, uh, who's running for Chatham County Board of Elections. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Um, so what, what are some things that the Board of Elections actually does in Chatham County? Why is uh, this grace and being in that seat important? Sure, so Board of Elections, um, communicating when your polling location changes, um, making sure that you're able to access the sample ballot is the Secretary of State's responsibility, but what that ballot looks like is the Board of Elections. Um, this seat is important to me because I'm a mother, I have three children, and at one point I was go going to vote in a special election with one of my children, and I showed up at the wrong location. Well. I didn't get anything that I recall in the mail, and so I thought I was going to be able to do a provisional ballot. Well, I couldn't do a provisional ballot because it was 3.30 in the afternoon, and I had to be in danger of my correct polling location closing in 30 minutes, and that was not the case. And had I not owned my business, I would have been disenfranchised, but because I owned my business, I was able to go ahead and go to the other location. But the average citizen has 30 minutes, 45 minutes for a lunch, and then they have to get back to work. And they wouldn't have been able to vote if that if they encountered that situation. So I'm running for Chatham County Board of Elections on the seat held by my opponent to eliminate obstacles and just make sure that we're increasing transparency, accountability, and building trust with the elections process. Now you said something so important. You're talking about having to go from one polling site to another mm -hmm. to your initial one. They're closing down so many polling sites like I, I, I there's churches and communities that I'm used to going and seeing a long line when it's, when it's uh, election day people out the door but those are not accessible to people anymore in the community so you have that understanding of saying hey uh, this is a problem I, that, that's very very important um, what are some other things that have you run for this seat specifically sure um, introduction of SB 202 so that drastically reduced the number of absentee ballot boxes that we saw around the county. Um, we're down to three in all of Chatham County. And those absentee ballot boxes are only accessible during those buildings' office hours. So if the point of absentee voting is to be able to do it when you're getting off work or it's late or it's after hours, well now you're forced to have to take time off of work still to go and drop that off inside of the building because the boxes are no longer outside. Um, I'm really running because right now 60% of the staff that's on the Board of Elections was not elected. They were appointed and my opponent was one of the appointees who lost her election and I'm running in order to give Chatham County the option to elect who they want to be governed by at the Board of Elections. Wow, giving people options, giving yes. people a choice, a, a different perspective. Um, how long have you been a part of the community? I know you have kids, you have, a, <laughs> you have your own business. Um, how long have you been in Chatham County? I've lived in Chatham County for 17 years. Um, I came here to go to college. I'm dating myself, but <laughs> I came here to go to college. I graduated uh, from SCAD, the University for Creative Careers, and then I opened my business in Cooler in 2020. Um, 
And I love the community, and so that's why I'm working so hard that even though I don't have a political background, like I've voted in every election that I've been eligible, I've been a poll watcher, I've been, I've cured ballots. So while I'm new to the political realm, I'm not new to the election and voting process, and I'm not new to public uh, service. I had a rally in Pooler for in diversity and inclusion, which was the first rally that Pooler saw of anything like that. Um, I just received a community service alumni award, so serving the community is what I do, and this is just another way for me to do it. Are you taking it up or not? Yes. I like that. I got some zeal. I like that. Um, how can people uh, keep up with your campaign and support your campaign? Sure. Um, they can visit our website at www.votebrown, the number four, better.com, and then that's also my email, so votebrown, the number four, better at gmail.com. And then you can give us a call at 912-330-0780. Now, there's a couple of different dates because we got generals, we got primaries. When does your race actually end? So my race ends on May 24th. On May 24th, if you have not voted for me, you're not voting for me. So you can do early voting up until May the 20th. And then after that, May 24th is your only option for voting. Hey, Trish Brown, really, I, I feel the fire, I feel the zeal, and I know you have an objective. Definitely, definitely yeah. excited about what you're doing. How can the people get a hold of you one more time Do that campaign Sure, www.votebrown4, the number four, better.com. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Just a little toxic podcast. Uh, that was Trish Brown, and she's running for Board of Elections in Chatham County. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank and you. And uh, definitely, I want everybody who's been a part of this, uh, share with somebody and make sure you let somebody know uh, to hit let's win now today at gmail.com. Uh, Once again, let's win now today at gmail.com. I'm just a little toxic podcast. Hey, hey, that was your form, your meet and greet with the candidates. Thank y'all so much for being tuned in. Curtis Butler III was born and raised in Charleston, South Carolina. His family originates from the small nearby town of Aiken. After graduating high school, Curtis joined the Army. He served his nation admirably during combat and decided the time was right to start a civilian life. Somewhere along the way, things failed to turn out as planned. Curtis soon found himself homeless while facing one of the toughest battles of his life. Instead of allowing the situation to dictate his life, Curtis struck out and took control, making him a hero all over again by winning a seven-year fight with the VA administration in obtaining his disability benefits and now helps others in the same situation. Curtis is now an advocate for veterans. He has written two books. His second book is A Warrior Married to His Wife and PTSD. Curtis understood far too many veterans were coming home to nothing and are being forgotten. His hope is to help as many of his fellow veterans during their struggle to find meaning and purpose in the real world as they adjust to a normal life. Don't give up. Help is out there.